Hey everybody, welcome back to episode like three, probably, assuming we release these in order, <laughs> of the Student Revival Talk Show Podcast. We need a better name for that for sure. <laughs> um, today, me, Jordan, is here with two of my friends, Josh and Cassidy Goins. Mm, come on. And uh, they're pretty really... Pretty cool people. They're they're all right. Oh, they're thanks. okay. I thought um, you were gonna say pretty religious people. They're pretty religious, actually. Um, Josh is actually wearing like one of those priest collars yeah, right I now. Have to. If you can't, I can't leave the doors to. without it. And he's actually not even. This is actually his sister Cassidy, not his yeah. wife. They're yeah. not. Um, no. Can't get married. Not gonna get married. That is totally a joke. Yeah. Um, Josh and Cassidy are very married and very married. only slightly religious. Yes, trying not to be. And definitely not siblings. And yeah. not siblings. That's they're true. they're That's not clear. they're non sibling. They're a normal married couple. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no actually, we just figured out that uh, that I'm related to an Ebert, which is Cassidy's maiden name. So we're we're a little worried. Yeah. But <laughs> I mean, it can't be like like yeah, like tenth cousins or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, maybe yeah, at the least. At the least. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Well, that that would be shocking. But all would right. Be awful. Okay. Sorry. So anyway, <laughs> we're. Uh, <laughs> So Josh and Cassidy are missionaries, and they work with YWAM in at a, at a base in Jacksonville. And you guys are preparing to go live in Indonesia? Yes. Mm-hmm. For, like, just an extended period of time, right? Mm-hmm. Do you guys have, like, a time frame that you're looking at for being over there? Yeah, so we're thinking two years. Two years, just, yeah. like, straight up. Yep. Just, like, we're not coming back. Yep. Forget Christmas. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> two years, and then after that, we're going to pray and just see if Holy Spirit leads us like to another two years or what he wants us to do next. But cool. for sure, two years just to kind of commit. Yeah, yeah, have a time of commitment. Okay, yeah. sweet. Awesome. All right, well, before I, I want to ask way more stuff about that. Before mm. we get into that, I've got a really dumb question to ask you guys. Come on. All right. When does a hill become a mountain? Oh. Wow, that's profound. It's not a mountain. But like, well, well, what's the difference? How do you? <laughs> yes, obviously. Oh, you didn't know that hills grow. <laughs> what well, I want to know is, how do you know the difference between a hill and a mountain? Mm. I think hills have grass on them, but so do mountains. <laughs> and I feel like mountains are rockier and like it sticks. And sticks. There's just sticks, <laughs> and rocks sticks. and sticks. That's what makes it a mountain. Oh no! Wait, you're telling me you've never seen a hill that doesn't have grass on it? No, hills have grass on it. Right. Mountain, mountains do too, though. Like on the top of them, Not and on their sides, and on the sides, <laughs> they just have grass everywhere and sticks. I don't know. I imagine you know, Sound of Music. Those are hills. Mountains are wait, like but, rocky. Wait, rough. I haven't seen Sound of Music in a long time. But aren't they in the Alps? <laughs> <laughs> well, which is like a well, mountain they range. Think the hills are alive. Oh, oh, is that from? oh okay. That's yep. actually true. They don't sing about mountains. Wow. Okay. That's interesting. But what about mountains that do have grass on them? That's rare to find. No, it's not. I don't not. think so. <laughs> that's I like pretty normal. <laughs> I think you're thinking of trees. There's a <laughs> difference. So you're saying mm. mountains just have no grass? I've, I don't think I've ever been on a mountain with grass. Have you ever been on a mountain? Yeah. Name one. I don't know the names. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to North Babe, Carolina, been, uh, Tennessee. I don't know. Okay, but like if you're just looking at a a lar- a land mass mm. in the distance, how do you determine for yourself if it's a mountain or a hill? I think mountains are bigger. But like at what point are you like, okay, that's not a hill anymore, it's a mountain? I think that there's probably more mountains in America than hills. What? No, 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 vice versa. <laughs> vice versa. <laughs> There's, well, there are hills 
on our property here <laughs> in your northwest. No, no. <laughs> there are not mountains. Okay. Vice versa here. Um, <laughs> so it's there's a lot more there's a lot more hills and mountains. And I think that there's just like hills are just hills, but mountains are like rocky peaks. Like there's a peak to a mountain. It's a lot more of a rocky thing. You can't climb up like a like a sound of music hill. Those aren't those are not mountains. There has to be a peak. That's to, what it so it a comes mountain. to a point. Yes. It comes to a point. And it's, it's like the way it's shaped. The way it's shaped yes. is what makes it... What? Yeah. I and don't I know think, if I can... I think hills are rounder. Yeah, that's you what can, I'm saying. You can dance around on them. A mountain, you might die. Oh, okay, but like... I don't know. So you're saying that there could be a hill that is the same exact height as a mountain. No. No. But... Okay, the hill, because me. it's rounded at the top, is a hill and not a mountain. Think of Mount Everest. Okay. The, Thinking it, about it. <laughs> the, that has a peak to it. And I think Cassie actually does have a good point about trees and grass. There are no trees on Mount Everest. I know. There's just snow. But. Yeah. But. And ice. And ice. And lots of ice. And rocks. Sticks. It's the whole You thing don't know that there's rocks. Yeah. It's a rock. It might just be an ice mountain. <laughs> I was like, what's Ice Mountain? I thought about That's the so water funny. bottle. But I think that a mountain, this is what classifies an actual mountain. If it goes above the, what was that, that incline, the place where, where trees can't grow, grass can't grow. That's just not true, though. <laughs> I feel like it's true. So you're telling me that it, to be a mountain, it has to be above the like above atmospheric sea line. Above sea level. Oh, we're everything's that. above sea level, yeah. Josh. <laughs> we're above sea level. What? We're mountains. Um, we're mountains. <laughs> we're on. underground right now in a basement, and we're still above sea level. Wow, <laughs> um, that's profound. But, okay, but a mountain. Okay, what about mountains that are like that start at sea level? Mm. Like you could have a mountain that is. I don't know. Like let's say it's like in the air. fifty feet in the air. That's, all, that's at sea level. Yeah. But then in, in Colorado, which is, we're like in Denver, where it's a mile above sea level, a 50-foot tall mountain, like they're going to be it, at different atmospheric heights. Mm. Does that make sense? So like, but like, okay, but you're, anyway, that's, that's confusing. But to, to your point that a mountain has to be above the atmospheric line where you yes. can't have trees anymore? Yes. I was kidding about the sea level thing, but that's what I was saying. Okay, right that, yeah, yes. that's, okay, so to that point... All of the mountains in the Appalachian Mountains no, are below that. They call them the Great Hills for a reason. The Great Hills. The Great. No, I, okay, I was like, this is literally not it. I don't know if they actually call them that, but yeah, haven't heard of that before. The thought, Appalachian Mountains—they're called the mountains. Oh yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> but this, there's probably one or two Appalachians there that are peaks. But Cass and I've been throughout a couple of the mountains in the Appalachians and they did not, they, there's no peak. They're, they, they climb like a hill. But that doesn't change the fact that they're a mountain. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> well. Okay, tell us the answer. Oh, there is no answer. What? I'm, okay, I'm disappointed. Yeah, no, I, I just genuinely want to know what's the, di I sent a, uh, Holly and I were driving to Virginia and we have to go through the Appalachian Mountains to get there mm. and I sent a picture to Nathaniel and a couple of other people on staff and I was like, are these mountains or hills? And they were like, those are hills. I was mm. like, they're literally called the Appalachian Mountains. Like, I'm looking at a mountain range right but, now. And they, you said they're hills. They like, call it the Appalachian Trail, though. And then there's probably just certain yeah, mountains the, the in the trail. Yeah, the trail that goes through the Appalachian Mountains 
is the called the Appalachian Trail. Yes. But I think that the Appalachian Trail goes up and down. Like it goes down to rivers, you know. It goes up and down a lot. So I think there's mountains I'm gonna in the I'm going to Google it right now. Okay. App, how do you spell Appalachian? A-P-P-L-A-C. No. I'm just kidding. A-P-P-A-L. Appalachian. A-T-I-A. Mountains. The intercom. I don't think it's the intercom. Actually, I think Did I get it right? Oh, I spelled it wrong. Just use Appalachian Mountains. I just did voice text. That's it. I don't know. What else did you want to know about? They're they're just called the Appalachian Mountains. Maybe only several of the mountains are. Hey, the look. Appalachian here's a picture mountains. of them. Uh huh. Are those mountains or hills? To me, those are hills. But, <laughs> but <laughs> what? Yeah, I see trees and sticks. <laughs> <laughs> and remember, trees are only on hills. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Well, you heard it here. Forget what yeah. they're all called. Yep. So like the Rocky Mountains, mm. those are in your oh, mind. Yeah, yeah, that's mount. Those are mountains. Those, those are, mountains are real mountains because those they're made are, of rocks. Oh yeah, they're the grandfather of the mountains. The, wow. Why? The Rocky. Just because they're just they because they're rocky. Yep, they define mountains in the most accurate way. Wow. Okay. All right. Well, we've spent a lot of time talking about this. Yeah. So, <laughs> what a good start. It's so good. Okay, so have you guys ever seen a mountain before, like in your life? Yeah, yes. oh. of course. We name, love mountains. Name I have a mountain them tattooed that you've on been me. To. See? Wait, there's literally right there. Oh, and the okay. trees are at the bottom. The trees are, but the trees are taller than the mountains on your tattoo. No, they're not. They're under there. What? This <laughs> is a tree. Oh well, that's that tree taller than count. your mountain. <laughs> that's zoomed in. <laughs> okay, it's all about perspective. Wow. Yeah. Okay, all right, we're going to leave the mountain thing behind. So you guys okay. are, are you Googling it right now? No, I was trying to figure out which mountain I've been to. <laughs> okay. I, I don't know what it's called. So I can almost guarantee any mountain that you've been to has a tree on it. Not to the, not at the very top, but you're right. You're right, all of them have had trees. So, <laughs> so I just went on hills. I didn't go, I didn't climb I just mountains. Been to hills. I just climbed I mean, hills. Hill Everest. <laughs> Hill uh, Everest, wait, no, wait, hold on. Okay, so, all right, you guys are missionaries, Josh, and who's Cassidy, and what are, okay. who are you? Maybe you should go first. Okay, I'm Cassidy. <laughs> I have been going to Vineyard Northwest for maybe 10 years now, was a big part of house group. I have a lot of siblings. Like 14 siblings, right? I have eight siblings, oh. yep. That's well, not as I have many seven. as 14. Yeah, I have seven siblings. Six girls in my family, two boys. Oh, poor boys. Yeah. <laughs> Josh was my first boyfriend. Oh, that's sweet. Aww. Yep. Aww. Um, and then you got married. Yes. Aww. Aww. It's good. It worked. I'm thinking of other cool facts. Wait, I've been Josh, on... was she your first girlfriend? No. No, <gasps> but... So that's okay. That's, that's all right. That's okay. <laughs> I'm the first girlfriend that mattered. Hey. Oh, that's sweet. Look at that. It doesn't matter if you were first as long as you were last, yes. right? Come yes. on. Yeah. yeah. That's and I've also been on two <laughs> movies. I used to want to be an actress. You've been in two movies? Yeah. What was what the movie? first movie called? It was a very long movie. Not, not a movie I would prefer to be on, but it was about Ted Bundy. Oh. Yes. It's called Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil, and Vile. Come on. Wait, didn't that movie just come out? Yeah, but they filmed it in the beginning of 2018. Oh. With Zac Efron. Yeah. Yep. So I was on set for like 28 hours, maybe had like five outfit changes. Really? It was very fun. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I got paid to do it, even though wow. I would have done it for free. Wait. <laughs> so you wanted to be an actress as recently as like two years ago? Oh yeah. Oh cool. Yeah. <laughs> I was debating between do I want to be an actress or do I want to be a missionary? 
I didn't even know that. <laughs> I'm still in between. I'm still in between. <laughs> figuring it out. Yeah. And what's the second movie you've been the in? The second one was called Point Blank with Anthony Mackie. He plays Falcon. Oh, and, cool. And um, Frank Grillo. He's also in Captain America. Dang. Yeah. yeah. Babe, what? you forgot what the TV show you were in, too. No. The TV show, the, the homeschool one? Oh, I left that out for oh, a reason. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, there's a third one. It wasn't a big deal. Nothing Wait, so if we looked you up on IMBD... Do you no, have a page? No, absolutely not. What did you do? It were you just like an extra? Yeah, in these just movies? an extra. Yeah, not just an extra. Those movies couldn't have happened without the extras. That's okay? true. Yeah. You, you do see me in both scenes. Really? Or like in both movies? Yes. Are you? you well, I've seen the Zac Efron one, and I didn't see you in the movie. Where I'm are you? She's in it. I'm in the courtroom scene. Oh, okay. The, okay. Yeah. She's behind wow. Zac Efron. Dang. Yeah. yeah I sat. I great. sat behind Love the girl it. who plays his wife, and she asked me which one is better between Skyline and Goldstar. And you answered properly. Obviously, Skyline. Yeah. Yeah. Come that's on. good. Yeah. Wow. Is that what you believe? Oh, yeah. For okay, sure. Good. Okay, <laughs> but, sure. But I will I say, say we'll this. We'll stop this podcast right now. <laughs> but the hot dogs are better at Gold Star. And the buns are softer, which is interesting. Full confession, I've never been to Gold Star. Really? Yeah, I've just heard it's out. just not nearly as good. Yeah, no, you're not missing the chili's, think, the chili's more sandy. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a great description. I don't like yeah. anything that I eat being sandy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, me too. I guess. I was thinking about doing, we might do a YouTube video where I try Gold Star for the first you time should. ever and like compare the two. You That's should. great, yeah. So you've been in two movies. Did you get to meet Zac Efron? No, they told us you're not allowed to meet him, but he did look back at all the extras and say thank you and made eye contact. Cassidy cried. Crying. No, he was crying. Oh, it was, he was a crying. scene where they told yeah. him he was going to be sentenced for life or something. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so he had to really get in the moment and we had to stay super still. And wow. he had to cry, and the camera came super close to him. But wow. funny fact, he kept forgetting his lines, but I was remembering his lines. I heard him once and remembered him word for word. Dang, and you're yeah. like, Zach, it's this. Yep. <laughs> wow. And he was vaping in between all his scenes. Oh, man. Wow. Yeah. Man. Shoot. It was fun. Wow. Fun experience. That's pretty cool. Yep. Yeah. How many movies have you been in, Josh? Uh, just the one, just the TV show about the homeschoolers. Yeah, oh, it's TV? on Pure Flix. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Wow. Yeah. We both were in that, but that's no, no. It's okay. Out. We can just yeah. Was that yeah. before you guys met, like knew no, each other? No, no that's we how were. we met. No, I'm just kidding. No, that's not how we met. <laughs> it was just a random thing. My brother is into uh, videography and everything, so he invited us to do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, cool. He had a gig with them, so yeah. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right, Cassidy. Anything else you want to tell us about yourself? I think that's it. That's it. Okay. Just could have been movie star turned missionary. Yep. Yep. Awesome. Okay. All right. Well, my name is Josh, and hi, Josh. Hi. Uh, I love evangelism. I love missions. I love international travel. I lived in India for six months, which was fun. <laughs> yeah, and I got amazing. Uh, I got two sisters from China. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. My family adopted. They're like the sweetest things ever. And but then you also have more siblings than that. No, as well, that right? that's all that matters. No, that's it. Those, <laughs> yeah. those are my two no. favorites. <laughs> I've got a younger brother and older sister as well. Okay. Yeah. Nice. It's pretty fun. Cool. If you weren't a missionary, what would you be doing in life? Would you also be mm. an actor? So, no. I don't think I'd be an actor. My memory's not the best, so I feel like I'd probably be like Zac Efron. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm actually, I mean, he's doing be, fine for himself. Yeah, so he's I doing great. I would actually be exactly like Zac Efron if I was not going to be a missionary. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so, cool. So, that's good. No. I think I would have been a fire... No. I passed out during fire, so probably not a firefighter. But, so... <laughs> uh, I'm serious, actually. That, that did happen, so... Oh, no. Yeah, I was trying to be... I was training to be a firefighter, and I was in a fake fire, and I was, like, pulling up hose up a up a stairway and I just passed out. So then I, so then I just like, I dropped out. 
And you're like, okay, this just isn't for me. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, I don't want to, if that was a real fire, that'd be, you know, you don't want to pass out. Right. Exactly. I mean, that's like being a surgeon who passes out when they see blood. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, that, that's that's so true. It just, it's not. <laughs> oh, fire. No. You. <laughs> out. <laughs> Every time you hear about a fire, you just fall asleep or something. <laughs> that's awful. Yes. Oh my gosh. That'd be terrible. So I think. So I, not a firefighter. That's yeah. It's not great. a firefighter, but probably I have a degree. I have a double major in business management and emergency management. Okay. So I'd probably just be working, I think still international because I just love international stuff. Mm. But I'll be working international like an emergency emergency thing. Like emergency nice. management. Yeah. Like, okay, so that, like if there's like a disaster or something, like yeah. you help coordinate yeah. stuff. That's what you'd like to do. Yeah, like Indonesia, for example, has a lot of earthquakes, a lot of volcano stuff, a lot of like a lot of natural disasters. Mm. So I would go there and work with the government and how to like better prepare the people and like the structures and everything. Okay. So there's less like casualties and less damage. Mm, okay. So not even like on the ground, like an emergency happens, but like you would like yeah. to do something where it's like, I help countries prepare for emergencies. I would rather be on the ground. Okay. Never but mind. We'll forget what I just said. <laughs> okay, cool. But that's just, my degree isn't for that. It's just is just for like bigger picture things, mm. which eh, a lot of yeah. office work. But, yeah, so I, I, yeah, I'm excited to be a missionary. Sweet, yeah. Okay, so yeah, how did you? So you guys have been married for like two years, yep. three, two a little years, over two years, just a little over two years. Mm-hmm. You guys met here at the church, mm-hmm. I think, at well, house group, yeah, house group, house group. Yep. Mm-hmm. cool. You both, Cassidy, you've come here for like a decade. Josh, you came here for like five years, five years, three, five longer years. than three, five. Five, five years, yeah, yeah, five years. Sure. When I, yeah, okay, so I think I met Josh right when you came back from India. Yeah. And so hmm. that was just about four years ago. Yeah, that right? was 2017. Because okay. that was right, I met you after I was on staff here, I think, mm-hmm. as the yeah. pastor. Yeah. And I was like, cool, Josh. <laughs> yeah. You had shorter hair then? I did, yeah. Now I got a man Glasses, bun. Glasses. Oh, yeah. No earrings. Cassie said I looked a little more nerdy back then. She changed my style. I so did. that's that's really sweet, I think. He's nice. kind of like the host on Blue's Clues. Those were his vibes. Yeah. Steve. <laughs> That's awful. Oh, no, I mean, he's cool. He's no, really he was kind. fun. Josh was, was fun. fun. I just helped him a little. Yeah. So what what led you guys to, well, how'd you guys get linked up with YWAM? What, what led to that? Was that part of the plan all along or did God kind of like disrupt your lives? And mm. tell, tell me about YWAM. So we... We had a lot of dreams about two years ago. So Josh and I like got an Airbnb, wrote on note cards all of our dreams because we really needed to narrow them down. And Indonesia came on our heart that night. We never mm. thought of it prior to that. And we were like, all right, what do we do to prepare for Indonesia? What, do, what does this mean? We're called to this country we've never been to. And we talked to, well, Josh talked to his mentor, Wilson. And that's when Wilson mentioned YWAM because he did this base and it prepares you to go out to the unreached parts of the world mm-hmm. and so we felt that that was necessary kind of yeah and their outreach was going to go to indonesia so we thought wow. it was our perfect end to get yeah. connections we didn't end up getting to go to indonesia because it was closed because of covid, COVID. so yeah. our outreach went to united arab emirates instead but yeah. the school really prepared us for missions and they're very mission-minded yeah and we we both have heard of ywam before and Josh has done another ministry school, but that was when it was put on our heart. Cool. That's yeah. Okay, so a couple of years ago, you guys go get an Airbnb, and you're thinking, like, let's just figure out what is God saying for our lives. Was being missionaries, like, on the radar at that point? Or, like, were you guys there to be like, what country is God sending us to? Or were you just like, what's God saying for our life? 
We both knew we wanted to be missionaries, mm-hmm. I think. Okay. Yeah. We both had done missions prior mm, to yeah. that moment, prior to being married. And yeah. um, so it was kind of just like a broad, like, what do we want to do? Missionaries was some of the options. The other stuff was like, start a coffee shop in Cincinnati. <laughs> yeah. Nice. But that's when being called to Indonesia happened. And mm. it was like the card that shocked us the most. We started yeah. crying. And yeah. yeah. So that like, that really felt like God was just like speaking mm-hmm. Indonesia. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But before that too, something interesting is before meeting Cassidy, I, w- I always wanted to be a missionary. And then once we started dating, I really had to actually lay that down, you know, and some people might say like, no, if, like if you're wanting to be a missionary, look for somebody who wants to be a missionary mm. and like look for the per- same person, like somebody who has the same vision as you and then do that. But that wasn't, I, I didn't think that was actually very healthy, you know? And through Wilson and, uh, and Luke too talking, talk, helping me process it, I just realized, like, like I, I should lay down that, that desire, that dream that God's put on my heart to be a missionary and pursue Cassidy. And then if God wants it, then he'll breathe mm. it on both of us. Yeah. So before we forget about it almost. Yeah. And then just see what the Lord would do. So that night, we were, like, we were really open to do whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, we had so many different options. Dang, yeah. that's cool. Have, so something I heard when I was in school, because I, I went to school with some people who became missionaries and pastors and stuff like that, but something that they told us was like, so if you personally feel called to missions and then you get married and you don't both feel called to missions, you're not called to missions. Wow. Is that, would you say that's, that's accurate? I like, think so. Yeah, that, yeah. that's yeah. good. Hmm. I think so because since being married, new dreams have come up on my heart that I don't think would have been there if mm. I was single. Yeah. Mm. So I think once you get married, new dreams come together for you mm. as a unit. Wow. And, and it's so better. I it's think it's better. better. Yeah. 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 Dang. Yeah, for sure. That's super cool. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. So, and, and we've said YWAM a couple times. That, that That's a, uh, an acronym for mm-hmm. Youth with a Mission. Yes. And they're like all over the world. What, yeah. Tell me a little bit about YWAM. What is it? Who goes to YWAM? All yeah. that kind of stuff. So it's the largest missions organization in the world, which is pretty cool. And they have bases all throughout the world. And yeah, their, their big focus, how they started, was they just really went to empower the youth to taking them to like the nations and mm. to have them preach the gospel there. Cool. Mm-hmm. And when he first, oh, what, what, what's the guy's name? I should know. Lauren Cunningham. Lauren Cunningham. Yeah, when he first came up with that idea, it's so crazy that when people come up with like new ideas, a lot of times there's a lot of pushback. But there's so much pushback to uh, to him wanting to take youth over the, overseas and doing doing missions. Because really? from my understanding, from like the books I read about him, like their understanding of missions was people, you know, leaving their 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 house, their country, and just living somewhere else long term. Mm, yeah. Th- like doing short term trips was kind of, it wasn't that popular. Okay. Yeah. So, but yeah, now they're everywhere and it's just really awesome. Yeah. yeah. And so, so my understanding of world, and that, mm-hmm. that's what they're called, right? They're, yeah, every, bases. they're called yeah. bases. Mm-hmm. And in the bases, they have different kinds of like schools uh-huh. where, and they're called DTSs. Is that yes. right? Discipleship like, Training Schools. Yep, yep. That's it. Look at mm-hmm. that. I've never even been. Wow. Like, you know like, that. Getting all this stuff by yeah. osmosis. Um, so, so you go to, you pick your base based on what you want to be trained in mm. or where you want to get sent, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. So like, I know, I mean, there are some that it's like rock climbing uh-huh. evangelism yeah. and mm-hmm. skateboarding evangelism. Mm-hmm. Backpacking across Europe evangel- evangelism school. Yeah. yeah. So like, like so different things. it's all like, so it's basically like something and evangelism is like yeah. always kind of the thing, right? Yeah. It's like, we're yeah, sending you so. somewhere to preach the gospel, but it might also just happen to coincide with your interests. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And then, so you guys are at one in Jacksonville. Mm. And is there like something that Jacksonville specifically specializes in? Or? So there's this called No Place Left. So they want to go to where there's, or they want to keep pushing till there's no place left that hadn't heard the gospel. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So their main focus is going to the unreached parts of the world, which are parts of the world that have little to no access to the gospel. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's frequently called the 10. 1040 window. window. Okay. Mm -hmm. What, what's the 1040 window? Tell us about that. Okay. So (laughs) casting knows like the, uh, the words better here, but I'll try. So like, it's like latitude, longitude. Well, I think I don't remember by heart, but (laughs) okay. Thank you. (laughs) I think I can do better than that. (laughs) It's like 10 degrees degrees latitude north of the equator to something degrees south. I think to 40 degrees south. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it like covers the top of Africa. It goes all into Southeast yeah, Asia. To Indonesia. So Indonesia, to... China, India. Mm-hmm. And those are parts of the world that don't have access to the gospel. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. so what does it mean to not have access to the gospel? Yeah. So it's like little to no access. Like, like there's not like churches around. It's maybe getting a Bible would be a lot more difficult. Mm-hmm. Some areas it's a lot more persecuted where mm-hmm. if the government, when they know that you're a Christian then they, they might tax you. I don't know. Uh-huh. Yeah. There's a different different volumes of it, but yeah. are there? And so, I mean, there's some places in that window where it's like literally illegal to oh, be a yeah. Christian. Yeah, yeah. totally legal. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's very Especially neat. like China. Mm. Yeah. There's underground churches where if they were publicized like they are here, they go to jail. Yeah. yeah. So. Unless they listen to like the government's rules and their mandates and oh, have okay. a government official there. And something interesting about that is if the government official in China is there then they'll be watching to make sure that you don't talk about Holy Spirit. Really? And talk about miracle evangelism for sure. Uh-huh. Wow. And I think miracles too. But I know Holy Spirit is not allowed to be mentioned or uh, evangelism. Dang. Yeah. Along with like, um, like a list of other things. Yeah. So, oh my goodness. So, and, and so your YWAM base in Jacksonville, mm-hmm. they're like main, like you could go to one and it's like, we're going to learn how to surf and do evangelism yeah. too surfers mm-hmm. and then there's others it's like we're gonna go hiking and learn how to evangelize to european hikers mm-hmm. yep but your guys is is like we just feel passionate and called to this 1040 window mm-hmm. where we want to make sure that everybody in that area has access to the to the gospel yes yeah yeah and okay cool yeah. um and so like what kind of stuff did you learn in your dts mm. yeah so a lot of practical things on like so, I, well, I want to say this before I say what I want to say. Kat, just because Cassidy and I really want to be missionaries, there's people in our school that had, like, little to no desire to be missionaries. Oh, okay. Yeah, so people that, that just really wanted to, like, give, give the Lord, like, five months, four months, five months, and just mm. see what he would do international and see, like, the world and learn different things. Yeah. So there's a mixture of things, but one of the main focuses of Jacksonville is that they love to teach really practical ways that we can share the gospel with people and like different, different settings, like in mm-hmm. third world countries. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. And so to go back to what you were just saying, so are you saying that like to go to YWAM, like it doesn't mm-hmm. mean that you're saying I want to be a missionary for the rest of your life, mm-hmm. right. the rest of my life. Yes. Yeah. It could just be saying like, I just want, like I just graduated college or high school mm-hmm. or college yeah. and I don't know what to do next. Yeah. I'm just going to give God six months yeah. and like go figure this out, meet some people, travel, yeah. mm-hmm. preach the gospel. Like, yeah. man. And be stretched in evangelism, be stretched in like, 
like learning more about the Lord. It's just a really amazing, amazing opportunity just to get to know God more and live in community with a bunch of people, which can be stretching. Yeah, but it's really good. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Uh, so mm. um, I don't want to go too much longer here because I know you guys got stuff to do and you're flying somewhere today. <laughs> um, but tell me, so you guys have been to, where, where was the place you said you went? So we went to UAE, United UAE. Arab Emirates. Yes. All right. What? <laughs> how long were you there? What was it like? Mm. What'd you do? We were Any there. Any cool God moments? Yeah. Yeah. We were there two months. So January and February. And it's primarily Muslim country. So okay. that was really fun. Just mm. being completely ingrained in that culture. I was the only blonde I saw for two months. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. The only person without, well, we wore head wraps the first week that all the women did. Mm-hmm. And then we actually learned that they're totally accepting of people without head coverings and told us that, oh, you guys are Christians. You're good to not wear them. Oh, wow. Yeah. So we stopped wearing them, but our time there was amazing. Mm -hmm. One thing that was very shocking, like our biggest takeaway, I think, was the division between the rich and the poor. Yeah. It was such a big division. And um, so we'd get invited into a lot of like huge, beautiful homes, people that were just excited to meet Americans. And most of them had servants that were working for them from Africa. And the more we learned about that was, it was just shocking and a little hard because these women are told that they have like an amazing job lined up for them. And it's just very different than what they think it is. The lady that was next to our Airbnb, she was not allowed to leave the compound for a year and three months. She hadn't left the and they take her passport. Yeah, they take oh her gosh. passport till her contract is done. And Legal it's just slavery. pretty abusive. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah, it's basically slavery. But a miracle with that was that we asked the homeowners that live next door to us that like owned the servant if she could come over for um, church service in our home. And they knew we were Christians and it was on Valentine's Day. And she said, oh, sure. Like she got we got her um, like approval, basically, like we were good friends with her. So I think that was why like she really earned our trust. So or we earned her trust. So this lady hadn't she hadn't left that house oh, yeah. in a year and three months. Yes. And then you guys meet this person and you're like, hey, can we just take her for the night? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, because she was a Christian, the woman from Africa that was wow. working for this Arab family. And they let her come on over and we had church service with her and prayed over her and we washed her feet. Oh my and gosh. And she was just crying her eyes out and she said, that's what I wanted to do for you guys was to wash your feet. I can't believe you want to wash mine. And she was just crying to us saying she hadn't been able to leave the house and mm. yeah a year and wow. two months yeah. and so that was just such a miracle to be able to pour into her on valentine's day and yeah and we got to wash her feet too yeah and she yeah. was like yeah so many tears yeah so yeah. it was it was really powerful mm-hmm. wow yeah what so else what, what else did you guys see what i mean two months what what kind of yeah. like where did god show up i mean it sounds yeah. like that was quite awesome mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I'd say one thing that, that I've learned a lot about is, so I worked in, here at VCW for, what, like two years? Mm-hmm. Two years. And I wasn't necessarily taught to, this is like a new thing that I, that I got taught in YWAM. And, but what I used to do here at VCW is I'd walk the streets and do evangelism. Mm-hmm. And if I saw somebody and I had a really good connection with them, then I would automatically just invite them to church. And I'd, I'd be like, you know, my wife and I would love to meet you. We have friends. Like, can I come pick you up? And I think maybe two people out of like all the people that I got to pray for actually came to church hmm. and, and like, and I would get their contact information and yeah, my, my, I would just try to get them to church, you know, and get them plugged into the community. Yeah. But something new that I learned through YWAM and at UAE that we did all the time is one of the first things we, we would talk about Jesus to them almost immediately. And then we would, we would ask like, Hey, can I, can I have your contact? When can we meet up? 
Mm. When can we uh, grab food? Yeah. Like, when can I come to your house? Like, we'd just be really like, mm. like invite ourselves over to, to them, you know? Yeah, wow. Yeah, and like try to make a plan that moment. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the past, I would just try to plug them to the community. Oh, okay. But this way, like, it's more stretching for me personally mm-hmm. to like go to someone's house and like, like just like one-on-one conversation, just like, I don't know you, you know, like it right, can be kind of yeah. stretching a little bit for me at least. But yeah, I just, I, I just realized it's, it's like, so nice. You know, it's so mm-hmm. much, so much. And then I tried that here in the United States and I think that there's a cultural difference cause I did it to a dude and the conversation was going great. And then I was like, man, can we like hang out? Like, can I get your number? And he was like a younger guy. He's just like, um, no, I don't want your number. <laughs> like, it was like real awkward. And I was like, Dang. okay. Yeah. So yeah. there is cultural things to that too. Yeah. 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 But that's something that I learned a lot about is just inviting yourself over to people's house and like getting their contact right away, asking them like, when can we, when can we get food together? Mm. When can we talk about Jesus? When can we open the Bible? When can, when can you open the Quran? Yeah. We can go back and forth and talk about it. It's Dang. super effective in Middle Eastern countries. For okay. sure. Yeah, yeah. They're very hospitable. So it's culturally okay. I think to invite yourself over. Yeah. It's yeah. like an yeah. honor. It's, yeah, it's like Jesus, you know, Jesus literally said, like Nicodemus, was it Nicodemus, right? Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus. <laughs> they rhyme. Zacchaeus. Yeah. Yeah, I know, they rhyme. <laughs> but Zacchaeus, I'm coming to your your house tonight. Like that was actually like an honoring thing that Jesus would want to mm. like be with him, you know? And invite yeah. himself over. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. wow. Yeah. Mm. Dang, yeah, that is like so different than our culture. Like mm-hmm. if someone, if I met somebody on the street and they're like, hey, when can we hang out? I'm like, uh, <laughs> probably never. Yeah, um, <laughs> I know. It's like, what, what are you doing, man? That's kind of weird. Yeah. But, man. Yeah. That's really cool. So you guys, so you got into like a lot of conversations like that and mm-hmm. so got to many, hang out with yeah. a lot of people. It got to the point where we had to actually stop asking people to hang out because we're just yeah. like eating three dinners a night. Like, oh go yeah. To this house next and so much rice. But the most yeah. effective thing that I think that happened in UAE was that we met a lot of Christians along the way too. Okay. Other people that knew oh, of YWAM, yeah. other people that had moved there and they just wanted to know about evangelism and how to reach the Muslims. Mm. And so we taught them a lot of the things we learned in YWAM. Mm -hmm. And so we were befriending them while we were also befriending people that didn't know about Jesus at all. Okay. And so then our last two weeks there out of our eight weeks that we were there, we would connect the Christians with the Muslims so that we weren't Mm. just leaving these Muslims behind and teaching them about Jesus and then just leaving. Right. We would connect them with the trusted people there that also knew about Jesus. Yeah. And that's kind of like a, that's like a YWAM thing right yeah. like it's like we might do short-term missions and i mean you guys are mm. getting sent out as long-term missionaries uh-huh. right but like there's short-term teams are either there to partner with somebody's already there or like make connections with local christian community right uh-huh. and yeah, so it's very, not yeah. it's not just like fly by evangelism oh, but yeah no actually yeah. helping mm-hmm. like establish something oh, for yeah. sure yeah. yes yeah Man, that's super cool do you guys see any miracles while you're there or any you see anybody get saved well i saw a yeah. miracle i used to me and the women would go to a um, Yemen Yemeni family mm-hmm. weekly yeah. that we met, and they didn't speak English at all. So we used a translator every time we came over. But they loved having us over, and they had a servant in their home as well. But they they treated her good. They were good friends with her. Mm. Um, but she had a lot of back pain, and she she was a Christian as well. She was from Uganda, and they were not Christian. They were a very devout Muslim family, and so yeah, she had back pain. And one day we asked, "Can we pray for you?" And she kind of looked hesitant, looked at like the homeowner because she knew we were Christian. She mm-hmm. was not. Yeah. And then they gave us their approval. They're like, yeah, you can pray for her. And so we prayed. We translated it in her language. And she just straightened her back out and started dancing around and clapping. Oh, my god! And gosh. saying, thank you, Jesus, in her language because the pain completely left her lower back. 
Wow. And they recorded all of it. The Muslim family was recording us praying. And yes. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, and they yeah. kept having us back over, so they approved. Dang. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. What was, I mean, like, did they, how did they react to that? I think they were just shocked. They were dancing with her because they had seen that her back was in pain. She works for them constantly. That's probably why it's in pain. Yeah. And they saw Oof. that she straightened it out for the first time and they were just dancing with her. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. yeah. So awesome. Yeah. yeah. Sweet. Do you guys, like anybody that you met, like, did you see anybody get saved while you were there? Mm, actually, no. Yeah, uh, I yeah think so. we didn't. Yeah. So we made a lot of good connections with people, and cool. one of the last nights, actually, that we were there, um, Wilson was actually with us, Okay. and we were hanging out with this guy that we hung out with like eight other times. His name's Abdullah, mm-hmm. and he was just like this wild dude, and Wilson got a, got a word of knowledge, which is like, how would I describe it? Like an accurate thing that, that only God would know about that certain person. Yeah. That he he had like sleep insomnia mm-hmm. and lower back pain, something like that, yeah. something very specific. And the guy was so surprised, not not Abdullah, but Abdullah's friend. And he was like, yeah, man, yeah. And then so Wilson got to pray for him. It's really powerful. But our friend Abdullah was just so caught off guard about this. Mm. And I asked him like five different times, like, how are you processing this right now? Like, we've talked to you about Jesus and now you just saw Jesus heal your friend in front of you. How are you processing processing this? And he's just, he's a funny guy. At the beginning, he's just like laughing it off. But then I kept on asking him like, how are you processing this? Like, this is really crazy. And at the end, he's like, honestly, man, I have no idea how I'm processing this. Like, this is very confusing. Yeah. And since then we have his WhatsApp and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And there was a lot of hearts stirred, but I don't yeah. think anybody that like converted to Christianity. Mm-hmm. Like there was young Muslim girls that lived next door and they were very devout. And on our last night there, they came over to our house and asked if they could have an Injil, which is New Testament Bible in Arabic. Okay. Yeah. yeah so Muslims approve of the Injil, but they rarely read it. It's mentioned oh. in their holy book, the Quran, but uh-huh. they believe the Quran holds all of the holy books into one. Yeah. Like it's the newest, mm. it's the best. So they rarely mm-hmm. read the Injil, the New Testament. And so we were saying we could do a um, book study on this once we get back to America. We can have video chats. And they were kind of hesitant about it. But then the one girl mm. who's the most devout said, can I please have one? And she grabbed it and just hugged it. Aww. Yeah. And mm, we, wow. we're still in contact. I talked to them frequently, the girls that yeah. I met there. Wow. And so there was a lot of people that were definitely interested, definitely mm-hmm. wowed at our our take on mm. who Jesus is. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah. Dinesh, though. Dinesh came to Jesus. Oh, true. Yeah. yeah. So there's a guy named Dinesh. He's... Pakistanian, yeah, uh-huh. and when we first met him, we, we were able to pray for him, and well, actually, what happened was we were invited to do a Bible study, and the way that we do Bible studies is more so like we really want to empower everybody, you know, mm-hmm. kind of like health group style, which is everyone gets to talk, you know, yeah, and but when, when, we, when we first got invited there, uh, Cassidy and a girl named Ellie that was, on, that was working with us, they were both going to give a message, that, so they stood up and and then they decided to, they're like, no, never mind. Everyone, like, let's just all sit down and make a circle and just mm. talk. And through us just being able to, like, really empower people and say, like, hey, I want to hear your opinion. What are your thoughts? Yeah. This, this guy named Dinesh, he, like, came to Jesus. And we got to pray for him. And, yeah. And at the end of the two months, he was able to, uh, he actually called his, his dad, who didn't, he, he had not talked to in 15 years. Yeah, something oh like my that. gosh. Yeah. And like he, he grew up like street fighting, like really aggressive. Wow. And he got, to, and he had awful relationship with his dad, but he's able to call him and, and he said that him and his dad cried on the phone for like 40 minutes. They yeah. talked. Wow. And it's because like, yeah. And he told him that, that he knows Jesus now. And his dad is a, uh, uh, he was a uh, Hindu. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
But yeah, so that was really, Dang. really powerful. Yeah, praise God. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah, and I think that was because of empowerment too. I think empowerment is so important yeah. and not having like, you know, like the, like the one per, I don't know, just empowering people, mm-hmm. which I learned a lot here at uh, VCW through Luke for sure. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Man. All right. So we're getting kind of long on time here. So I'd love to just kind of end with, you know, what would you guys say to any, like, I mean, mostly teenagers listen to this mm-hmm. podcast. Mm-hmm. So yeah. like, Anyone whose like heart has just been stirred while you guys yeah. are talking, or anyone who's already thinking like either I don't know what to do after high school, or I think I want to check missions out, yeah. or, or something like that. Like, what's how do they get connected? What's mm. what's your advice to them? Anything like that? Yeah, well, I would definitely suggest YWAM just because they're stationed all throughout the world. So if people have interest in different parts of the world, they can go and just experience it for several months, mm-hmm. kind of get that independence. Yeah. And I would say to um, just really pray about it and see if Jesus gives them anything more directional, okay. a part of the world or what they feel is on their heart that they can use skills that they have, talent that they have that can be used for Jesus yeah. and then narrow it down from there. Cause I think Jesus wants to use everyone. So yeah. Yeah. I think that there's definitely a grace there. If people have a calling yeah. um, and feel stirred, even from yeah. hearing this message, yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. And I would also say like, we shared a lot of like, like deep stories, you know, mm-hmm. but there are so many times during our DTS with people that we didn't even know that well, but we got to know really well that we were literally just cracking up laughing, like playing card games till who knows, I mean, for four hours straight. Like, yeah. Yeah. So it's like so much fun too. And seeing the world, like, yeah, I think that when I actually think when you go to different cultures, there's like an aspect of God's heart that you can encounter mm-hmm. like just in that culture. Oh, and wow. just in that area. So I think that like there's something so unique about being able to go somewhere else, I think before college too, and just be able to see the world and get like just really, I don't want to say, yeah, pushed, pushed into like evangelism and stuff, or encouraged, that's a better word, encouraged into evangelism. It's just so good. Yeah. Man, yeah. that's awesome. It's and so would, much fun. I would also encourage doing short-term trips, maybe even before doing a ministry school, just to see how they feel being away from family. And oh, I think yeah. Jesus like mm. totally shows you whole new aspects of what missions can look like. Mm. Because before I did YWAM, we did a short term trip to Cuba and then I went to Albania and Greece. And so that kind of showed me a little bit of taste of like what missions was. And that's mm. when I knew I liked it, but I wouldn't say that that's like, you have to do that, but I would encourage to go under someone else's wing, like their leadership, do a yeah. short term trip and see how they feel. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. it's so much fun. Sweet. Josh and Cassidy, thank you guys so much for being here with us. Oh. Any uh, final words to the people listening? We huh. hope to meet you. Yeah. <laughs> Come to Jacksonville. Come to Jacksonville. It's kind of a rough part of town, but it's fun. There's a beach. Yeah. <laughs> There's a beach. Yeah. What, yeah. So if they if they did want to, I mean, like, do you guys, are you guys on Instagram if they wanted to uh-huh. see you guys? Yep, slash, can, where yeah. Did they, yeah, go ahead. They can find us on Goins Adventures. It's G-O-W-I-N-S. Yes. Yeah, Adventures. Yeah, yeah that's our um, Instagram together. And they can just reach out to us and get our contact information from you. Sweet. We'd love to meet anybody, talk to anybody yeah. if their hearts are pushed towards mis- missions. We'd love to process that with them. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you're listening and you are interested in YWAM or any kind of missions or anything like that, or just want to get to know Josh and Cassidy, just hit me up and I'll give you their yes. like personal phone numbers and their uh, emails uh, and, and their addresses if you want to send yes. an email or anything like that. But <laughs> All right. Cool. Yeah. Hey, thanks for listening, guys. Josh and Cassidy, thanks for being here. Yeah. Thank you for having so us. So much fun. End of the <laughs> podcast now, I guess. Uh. I never know how to end these things, but that was great. Thank you guys so much. Yeah.